What's up, everybody? It's Power Rankings Podcast, a.k.a. The Power Rankings Show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison, as always. You guys are so sick of my voice, aren't y'all? Maybe not. It's a little raspy. It's a little Stevie Nicks-ish. Yay, me. And I should say that I am pleased to be joined, uh, as always, by at... Marcus underscore Mosher, how are you? Doing well. I'm not sure why we're we're doing a podcast today. I thought the NFL season ended after week one. I mean, at least at least I'm done with the NFL season now. Uh, dude, I I was telling Marcus um, when we were setting up here with uh, Brinks, Courtney, and everybody that that about something in the news, and and he goes, he goes, well, yeah, I didn't see it on Twitter because I've pretty much been checked out of football the last couple of days. <laughs> season's over you Come know that's on, not man. true by the way i was watching the film of the browns panthers this morning so I'm, I'm i'm still in it but my heart's not in it anymore yeah and and that was the game i would say that you were least likely to watch you told me <laughs> i just do not care about this game when we were doing last week's picks you're like that's the one game i don't care about um big win for the browns in that game sure. we will detail uh whether we think cleveland can get to two and oh it'd be huge if they could with jacoby Brissett. Got a lot of picks to get to, and then a little bit of a news item on the back end. But I haven't looked at the uh, spread. I don't look at the lines, by the way. If you haven't listened to our podcast or didn't listen to the podcast last year, I don't ever look at the spread. I try to guess the over-under. Marcus looks at it, and he doesn't want me to look at it. So uh, I'm always as surprised as you might be at hearing the uh, spread. So let's get it started. We've got a Big, big game. By the way, we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon, so if there's any late-breaking injury stuff like for Kansas City, L.A., we're not going to have it. But let's start there. L.A. plays at Kansas City. That's the Chargers. Uh, what are we looking at? Yeah, the the Chiefs are four-point favorites on most sports books. Some of them have actually okay. gone up to four-and-a-half. Uh, some some quick injury news. No Keenan Allen. He suffered a hamstring injury last week. Right. J.C. Jackson is questionable. Um, so those pretty big losses here. What do you think? Well, JC Jackson didn't play against the Raiders. We predicted both of us week one Raiders would win on a Daniel Carlson field goal. That didn't happen. Derek Carr nope. didn't play very well. I don't think the chargers can bank on. Well, I think they can bank on the opposing quarterback being aggressive, which Derek Carr was last week, but being more effective at it this week. And that's what really worries me. This is not um, a good time to be missing your best corner and one of your key offseason acquisitions, Marcus. No, and um, I should should also mention Trent McDuffie, who played really well for the Chiefs in week one. He went on the injured reserve list with a hamstring injury, so very likely both of these teams will be out without their top corner. Yeah, and that's why I'm going to take the Chargers to cover. I'm going to go Kansas City wins this game outright, but I don't think they're going to cover that four-point spread. Uh, this is a tricky spread, and uh, the Chargers play Kansas City tough in Kansas City, Marcus. I remember a big Thursday night game a few years ago on a Mike Williams pass. They beat them. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was 2018. Um, they should have won or they did win there last year, didn't they? On two fourth down yep. conversions uh, that you know, Brandon Staley's gutsiness worked that time. Um, am I off here? No, and they should have beat them uh, last year at home as well. They, they had the lead late in the fourth quarter in that one. Um, just a ton of errors, but I think I'm going to take the Chiefs here to win and cover. It's just a tough spot on a Thursday night. I think I'm I'm leaning the Chiefs. Wow, I'm I'm actually surprised at that. I thought you would go with me on this one. The over under has got to be high on this with the uh, corners being out. Mm. My guess would be at least 53, 53 and a half. Am I uh, in the, in the neighborhood? A little low, fifty four. <laughs> Man, now I'm off a half point. Marcus is like, look, man, well, you're really losing saying, your edge. That's 54. That's a lot of points. Early in the season, it is. Uh, I think we've seen the defenses do much better so far. By the um, way, this is the best game of the week. Uh, Chargers yeah. Chiefs on Thursday. This, what a way to kick off Amazon football with uh, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah, and you're really excited about that, except not at all. Um, so let's get to uh, Sunday games. What's first up on the docket? Uh, yeah, really exciting one. Jets-Browns at Cleveland. <laughs> uh, Browns are six-point favorites in this game. There is no way in the world you're getting me to bet on Jacoby Brissett and the Browns as a six-point favorite. Yeah, that's tough. I would totally walk away from this one. The over-under on this one has got to be low. I'm going to go 42 on the nose. Way too high. 40. <laughs> Way too high. Well, I will also say, I will also say there, there are several sports books out there right now with that line sitting at 39. That's too low to go under. I, I just, that's, that's really hard because all it takes is a pick six, yeah. a mistake. You know, I, granted, I, I don't think Joe Flacco is a turnover machine and Jacoby Brissett certainly isn't. You know the Browns are going to run the football, and I think that's how they win. I think the Browns win outright. I walk away from this line. Yeah, next one. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Really, really good 1 o'clock game. I'm going to let you guess the spread here. What do you think the spread is? Well, I think most people would be inclined to say, oh, Tampa Bay is at home. They looked really oh, good I'm sorry. last week. It's, it's in New Orleans. Oh, it's in New Orleans. I'm yes. sorry. We got, got it. I, I screwed that up. Excuse me. Um the problem here is that New Orleans kind of has Tampa Bay's number, and I, I just don't think Vegas can ignore that. And it's not – it wasn't just Drew Brees, by the way. This happened with them last year. It happened when Taysom Hill had to play. Um, you remember that Sunday night game the Saints just ran all over them down yes. in Tampa? Yep. Was that 2020, I think? 2020, yep. Taysom Hill went off. It wasn't even close. Um, all right, so given that this game is uh, – Doggone it. You said this game's in Tampa. It's in New Orleans. Oh, it's in New Orleans. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna say they've got I'm gonna go even, straight up even on this. Bucks, two and a half point favorites on the road. I don't agree with that line at all. No? No. So what are you taking? I think the line should be even. Um Doggone it. I think I'm going to take Tampa Bay. <laughs> I'll go Tampa by a field goal. Yeah, so I they'll just, cover. Yeah. I, Yikes. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a it's, really, really tough one. I uh, really wonder if Tampa is going to go, Marcus, with the kind of ball control attack that they went against the Cowboys. I think that would be smart here, honestly. Um, 
you know, no Chris Godwin for the Bucks. I know people are excited about Julio Jones, but they show that they can win running the football. And, you know, why not get the crowd out of it and, and take some pressure off the quarterback? Sure. Point total, 44 and a half in that one. Surprised yep. it's that low. Uh, next one. I'm not, actually. I think the defenses are, are both these teams are pretty decent. Sure. All right, next one. Carolina at New York Giants. The Giants are two-point favorites at home. Yeah, this game sucks. <laughs> Isn't this the one PJ Walker played last year? Uh, yeah, I'm probably. pretty sure they played at New York last year, and PJ Walker played. But I'm my memory on Panthers Giants, even though this is an Elliott Harrison special, as you would call it, I'm not watching this one. No, I'm not no, doing no. it. Um, I think the Panthers. Do you have any faith by. in the Giants at all? Yes, but. I think the Panthers are a little bit more desperate team. I, I think the Panthers win this one. You know what? I'm going to go the Giants to win, Panthers to cover. Cool. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Patriots at Steelers. We've seen a ton of line movement in this one. As of right now, the Patriots are one and a half point to two point favorites on the road in Pittsburgh. Okay, so I will take Pittsburgh to go 2-0 and here uh, to cover that. I want to just stipulate one thing, though, with this. Uh, I, I picked the spread here with Panthers-Giants, but I would not recommend gambling on that game. In fact, I would be extremely careful gambling on any Week 2 game. Week 2 is really tough. Historically, people overreact. Unless you really feel like it's a sure thing, we'll try to point out some that are really safe. But do you any disagreement here, Marcus? You got to no. be really careful week two. Yeah, do not overreact to what you saw in week one. Um, having said that, I take the Steelers here. The Patriots offense looked terrible in week one. Mac, Mac Jones, Jones banged up. Mac Jones a little bit banged up. I just don't see how the Patriots score much in this game because I think they're going to have to try to run the ball. And Pittsburgh really good at stopping the run, at least what we saw in week one. Think take Pittsburgh plus the points here. Plus, how much confidence do we have in Matt Patricia running the Patriots offense, especially with a dinged up quarterback on the road? Yeah, um, no, I'm with you. Indianapolis Colts at Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts are four point road favorites. Now, remember this game in week 18 last year, Carson Wentz in Jacksonville and the defense destroyed him. Any chance they do that again? Frank Wright has not beaten uh, the Jaguars in Jacksonville. I'm going to give Colts the road win, but Jags to cover. I'm taking Jacksonville to win outright. Yeah, I knew you were going to go against me on that. You never go, you never go with Jacksonville unless you want to go against me. I, I know how you are. There, uh, it's just I, I I don't trust the Indianapolis offensive line and pass pro yet. Like I just think Jacksonville is going to be able to get after them a little bit. Um, I think I like Jaguars to, to cover because this Jacksonville's with. defense didn't allow Carson Wentz to make plays on them last no. week or anything. No. Except they did. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, all right, next game: Dolphins at Ravens. I think this is probably the game I'll watch at one o'clock. Uh, the Ravens Which means are. I won't. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, oh, I got your game coming on. Don't worry. Ravens, three and a half point favorites over the league. Oh, gosh, that's tough. Yikes. Oh, this is a tough game to call. Miami beat Baltimore last year with Lamar Jackson. 
that was an ugly Thursday night game in Miami. This is mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Does that three and a half point line make this really tricky for you, though? No, uh, a couple things. Miami could be without both their starting tackles. Teron Armstead and Austin Jackson got nicked up uh, last week. Baltimore doesn't have a great pass rush, but I have a hard time believing Tua is going to be able to do a lot if he's missing both his tackles. I'm taking the Ravens at home. Well, I think even just as important as that is Miami's run game was not there. I know they played well as a team against excuse me, New England, but not their run game, um, and they'll need it this week. I'm going to take Baltimore to win and cover. I agree. Uh, Elliot Harrison special. We need like a buzzer or something. Washington Commanders at Detroit Lions. The Lions are favored for the first time in 24 games. They are one-and-a-half-point favorites. They should be. I'll take the Lions to win and cover. I will take Washington to win and cover. No, 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 no. DeAndre Swift's going to have a game in the in the passing game this week. That's the, that's the prediction. I think Jared Goff plays well. Sorry. That total is really high for Washington, Detroit, 48 and a half. That is. That is. Um, I would walk away from that and have to bet on this game, too, because you're you're betting on the Lions as favorites as, as yep. much as I think they're going to win. I think I'd be more comfortable betting Baltimore to cover against Miami than Detroit here, but I am picking Detroit to win the game. Fair enough. Uh, next game, we're getting into the four o'clock window. Seattle at San Francisco. Uh, when we wrote these lines down earlier today, the 49ers were 10 point favorites. They've actually dropped down to nine point favorites this afternoon. Yeah, I, w- I was wondering if this was going to move. Any significant injuries here uh, besides Jamal Adams? Obviously, he's he's gone. Uh, 49ers, Elijah Mitchell's gone. Mm-hmm. Anybody else that I'm not thinking of? It seems like Kenneth Walker, the second round pick for Seattle, is going to try to play in this game, maybe give him a little bit more athleticism in the backfield. But I think you nailed all the big injuries. A couple questions for you here. One, even at nine points, given the way the 49ers offense played, does that scare you? Uh, and they're not going to let Geno Smith take all these chances where I think you're going to have three or four turnovers. The other thing is, where does the 49ers running game come from, in your opinion? I think Jeff Wilson is a really good player. I think he's going to be just fine as that runner. They'll have a couple other guys in there. Um, Debo. <laughs> Debo. I would take the 49ers with confidence in this game. I think week one was Seattle Super Bowl. They played outside of their minds at home. Now they've got a short week against the divisional opponent. I think the 49ers win like a 27 to 7 type of game. I was just about to say the over under on this is probably 40 and a half at best, would be my guess. Um, 41 and a half on most sports books, but yeah, pretty close. Okay, I would not take the 49ers to cover. I don't have any confidence in that because their offense has to do something. I take the 49ers to win outright, no problem. There's no way, in my opinion, you can gamble on this game. And even if you want to take the under because you don't believe in these teams, 41 is a pretty 41 and a half is a pretty low over under. I mean, yeah. you can you can try. The problem is, Marcus, the risk with betting an under on a low total is exponential. There's so many things that can happen. Special teams. Fumble recoveries for touchdowns, those kinds of things. I'm I'm betting on the 49ers to cover the spread. I'm not afraid. I'm not a coward. Uh, well, next one. the way you picked last week, you should. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Falcons at Rams. Rams are a 10.5-point favorite in this game. 
Well, there's the idea that they're going to bounce back. And, you know, I really don't have a problem with that. Ten and a half is a little bit steep. I do think Atlanta is going to be a more game team. Um, I don't not believe in the Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. I just don't think they have the, the horses right now, Marcus, especially when it comes to weapons. Yeah. Um, amazing that Cordero Patterson's the guy that was pounding it up the middle last week. What, what year is, is this 10 or 11 for him? Was he 2013? Drafted in 2013 with the pick that the Vikings got for Percy Harvin. So yeah. Yeah. You'd love anytime we can somehow, I could be talking about star Trek three, the search for Spock and Marcus will find it a way to relate it to Percy Harvin. Like, is he your favorite player ever? Yeah, probably. It's unbelievable. Okay, I, I'm going to take the. I know this is tough going ten and a half, but I'll take the Rams to cover and win outright. Okay, yeah, I'll take the the Rams to win and cover as well. Uh, Texans at Broncos. The Broncos are ten point favorites here in week two. You know what this game is not? An Elliott Harrison special. This no. is literally the antithesis of it. After last Monday night's game, there's no way I want to watch a play of this game. I will watch it. I think I'll watch at least a little bit of it. I want to see Russ play well. Of course, I'm going to watch a little bit. Can I just say something, uh, you know, stupid just for fun? You yeah, it's fine. it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Well, it's mostly just the podcast. Uh, next game. Now, this is this is what wait, you wait, might wait, watch. Wait, what are we doing on Texans Broncos? We didn't even. Uh, I oh, mean, I'm, taking, you- I'm taking the Broncos to win. I'm staying away from that spread. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, that should be another low total, by the way. Would you want to go Broncos. ahead and guess? Texans. I, I don't trust either one of these offenses, but maybe they'll give a little bit of credit to Broncos at home. If it's anything over 43, I'd be surprised. Ah, uh, you're close. It's 45. That's too high. I'll take the under on that. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Uh, next one Cardinals at Raiders. The Raiders are six point favorites at home here. That seems like a lot. It does. I'd stay away from that line because it seems like a lot. I like the Raiders to win outright with confidence, though. Ooh. This is a tough one for me. I think I will take the Raiders to win as well, but I feel like it's going to be a three-point game. So I, I, Who's I getting would after stay- Derek Carr? He knows he didn't play well last week. How do you beat the Raiders? You get after that offensive line. That's not the strength of the Cardinals. They are not an imposing front seven. That's my problem with them, at least in this matchup. Yeah, I think it... They'll find a way. They're going to be better on offense. The The Raiders have nothing in their secondary right now. They lost Anthony Averett to a thumb injury. Trevon Merrick, the other safety, is probably not going to play this week. I think They're the going to have to get there with their front four. They're going to sure. have to, the Raiders. Yep. Sure. Uh, all right, next one. Bengals at Cowboys. Now, let, let's talk about this line movement. So, going into Sunday night football, the Cowboys were three-point favorites uh, against the Bengals. Okay? Since then... It's gone up to six points to seven and a half when I posted it, it said it to Courtney, and now it's up to eight points. Well, let me just say whether Dak Prescott was in the lineup or not, I still think the Bengals are a better football team than the Cowboys all the way around. Okay. If we go position, I do. The Bengals kicking game reminds me of the Cowboys kicking game last year. Neither team has really been able to rely on that. Um, I think Joe Burrow rebounds. We have to remember that the Bengals darn near won, as you point out, they could have won if their long snapper didn't get hurt. And what, mm-hmm. the first quarter of that game? Yep, yep. That they probably would have won the game, even though they had five giveaways. Um, 
maybe the Cowboys rally this week and keep it close, but eight eight points makes it really hard to bet on the Bengals. I think this is a walk away for me again. I'm sorry, but another walk away. Yeah, I'm taking enough. I'm taking the Bengals to win and cover in this game. I think there's a chance that Dallas can keep it close. Like I think there's a chance we go into like midway through the third quarter and this is a 13 to 10 type of game. Um, I, I just don't have the confidence the Cowboys are going to be able to score very much. So I think the Bengals will ultimately win like a 23 to 10 game that's a lot closer than what the final score indicates. Well, let me put it to you this way. There's no way the Cowboys are going to win if they don't stop Joe Mixon. Uh, no. I mean, if Joe Mixon has the kind of lanes that Leonard Fournette had last week, especially running to the left, that's just going to make it so easy for Joe Burrow to attack one-on-one coverage because the Cowboys are going to have to dedicate personnel to stopping the run. That's the Correct. issue. Correct. Uh, I know that's old school, the run to set up the pass, but every once in a while in a game like this, it means something. That's what happened with Tampa last week. All right. Our Sunday night football game, it's Chicago Bears at Green Bay Packers. The Packers are 10-point favorites here at home. That's a steep, steep. That's a lot of points for a team that really looked awful. But Chicago's defense, I, without weather conditions, I still don't trust them, Marcus. No, and you should. And it seems like Alan Lazard is going to be back this week. David Bakhtiari, their left tackle, could be back. Elton Jenkins could be back as well. I, I, I've got some special plans for this Packers game, but I'm going to take the Packers to win. I and know I would, what you're doing. Yeah, you just you just wait. I take the Packers. You're, to win it, you're gonna bring the line down. Uh, you bet you I am. You bet. Well, you're gonna bring it down about seven to Packers favored by three. Yep. As part of a parlay. Smart. Uh I still think Green Bay can at least cover this to where it's a push. Um, what's over under on this game? How much faith is there in these offenses? Because I don't know that there should be. Bakhtiari being back, why are you smirking? It's gotta because- be pretty low. It's 42 and a half, which seems about the lowest. When you get a spread that's double digits and the point total is 42 and a half, that's it's pretty a weird rare. combo. Yeah. Yep. That's all I had to say about it. It's a okay. weird combo. Nah. I didn't really have anything intelligent to add outside. Uh, of all right. <laughs> Two Monday night football games uh, this week the Tennessee Titans at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are 10 point favorites in this one. Interesting because the Titans have beaten the Bills in each of the last two seasons. Any confidence here they pull off the upset? Not really. Um, the, the Tennessee Buffalo game last year was in Tennessee. There were two big fourth down stops in that game. And if I remember right, wasn't that the game that Jeffrey Simmons just played out of his mind? Yeah, and it was a it was the game where Josh Allen kind of uh, stumbled on as a fourth and one. They tried to run a quarterback sneak, and he slipped a little bit. Yeah, but I, I just remember Simmons getting penetration over and over and over, occupying two blockers. The other thing uh, with this game is that was the game I'm pretty sure that A.J. Brown came back from injury and was a beast he in the second wild. half. Yep. He and Tannehill started linking up in the mid-third quarter. I wouldn't be surprised if A.J. Brown had 100 yards in the second half of that game. Yep. I would say he's not there anymore. I'm, Unless you think Buffalo is going to free fall with all this time off and feeling themselves uh, from the Rams game, which is possible, uh, I would take Buffalo here to cover. But I would totally be fine if you walked away from this big a line. I think because this game is at Buffalo and it's the first game in Buffalo, I have a feeling that crowd is going to be wild on a Monday night. Like those guys are going to be drinking all day long. It's going to be, it's going to be loud there, Elliot. I, I think I take Buffalo to win. Probably just stay away from the, from the spread. Sure. Sure. 
All right. Last game of the week. A, a really, really fun one, too. The Minnesota Vikings at Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles are two-point favorites at home, which tells me, Elliot, on a neutral field, odds makers think the Vikings are better. Hey. I have to get up and stretch on this one. Uh, I While you're stretching, while you're stretching, I like the All Eagles right. here in this one. I think the Eagles are going to be able to run wild on uh, Minnesota. I think they've got at least the corners to give Justin Jefferson some trouble. He's still going to go off, but to at least slow him down a little bit. I uh, I take Philly here. Are you surprised this isn't an even line? No, because it's at Philadelphia. I I I was surprised that Philly wasn't a three point favorite. That's all. It's hard to pick the Vikings favorite on the road in this game. It is in a prime time game with Cousins. It's, it is a little hard. What I'm really debating here is: does Minnesota does Minnesota win on a last second field goal? I could I could see that. Ah, you know the key matchup here is Philadelphia's secondary versus those receivers. Yep. To yep. me, how do you see that playing out? Because that's not advantage Philly. I think this is a big Adam Thielen game. Like I think he's like five for sixty-eight and two touchdowns, and he just makes big play after big play. Like when they absolutely need it. Philly's going to have to get after Kirk Cousins. Uh, I know Derek Barnett is not like the greatest player in the world, but they are out with him out as a key part of their rotation. Oh, this is a really hard game for me to pick, but I'm going to go with you and take Philly outright in this game. So right. obviously they would cover because they're underdogs. Uh, let's talk over under on this game because that's also really difficult. Mm-hmm. How much faith do you have in Philly's offense, given that Jalen Hurts really had to use his legs last week? I think he had 90 yards rushing yep. last week. Minnesota's defense played really well last week. Can they do that on the road? My 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 inkling tells me 45 and a half on the the over under, but I'm probably a little bit low. Um, I'm gonna go 48 even. 51. That's too high. I think that's too high. Would you bet the under on that? No, because I think both teams are gonna get to like 24-ish points. Which makes it too close to bet on. Yes. Because I feel like okay. this is going to be like a 27-24 game. And that means it's going to be really close to that number. So, no, I'm staying away. I think it's easier to bet on the Eagles to win this game outright than it is the over-under. So, I'm going to go with you on that. Boy, this is a tricky game. It's a yeah. good game. It is a good game. Really, really it, good game. It's strange that these are the games that we have on Monday Night Football. Titans at Bills and Vikings at Eagles. Like Those are both really interesting games that are going to be going on at the same time. Stop. Uh, let's run through the games really quickly, just okay. to, to to say. I'm who sorry. We I'm having visions of the Bills coming out super flat, and Mike Vrabel yelling and then smirking like he does with his sweater vest over a, you know, a sure, uh, dry yeah. fit Sean McVay style. But he goes short sleeve, I think. Yeah. Chargers at Chiefs. I like the Chiefs to win outright. You like the, the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs to win outright, but the Chargers to cover. Yeah. Jets at Browns. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets to, to have the upset. I'm not. Okay. Uh, Bucks at Saints. I'm going to take the Bucks to finally beat the Saints in the regular season. I think Me you'll too. take. Yep. Uh, 
Panthers versus Giants. I'm going to take the Panthers to win, pull off the upset. I'm not taking the Giants to win that one outright. Patriots cover, at though. Steelers. I Steelers is a home dog under Mike Tomlin. They rarely, rarely lose that game. And I'm win outright. They're going to win outright. Colts at Jags. I'm taking the Jags at home. You are taking. I've the- got Colts to win, not to cover. Uh, Dolphins at Ravens. We both like the Ravens to win yep. outright. And Good probably game. Cover. Yeah. Commanders at Lions. Another one where we disagree. I'm taking the Commanders. You are taking the Lions. Seahawks 49ers. We both like the 49ers to win. Maybe stay away from that spread. I'm a little bit more bullish on it than you. It's big. Uh, it is big. Falcons at Rams. We both like the Rams. It's another big spread. Maybe stay away. Texans versus Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos to win and cover. You are taking the Broncos just to win. Cardinals versus Raiders. You're taking the Raiders to win and cover. I'm taking the Raiders to win. Cardinals to cover. I I I think I can't take the Raiders to cover on that. Okay. I, I think I'm just going to take Coward. Raiders outright, and I'm not touching that line. Bengals versus Cowboys. I'm taking the Bengals to win and cover. You are taking the Bengals to win. That's it. Solely just to win. Okay. Bears at Packers. I'm taking the Packers to win and cover. You are taking the Packers. Packers to win, and I'm... I'll go with you on the cover, but I don't no. love it. Uh, Titans at Bills. We both like the Bills, but maybe stay away from that double digit yeah. spread. That's pretty high. Vikings at Eagles. We both like the Eagles to win and cover. You got All it. Right. So here's our bet for the week. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, pretty easy. It's another teaser. We are doing a seven-point teaser with the Bengals, Packers, Rams. That means all the Bengals have to do is win. The Packers need to win by a field goal, and the Rams have to win by three and a half. I like it. Of course, when the Falcons only lose by a field goal, we're both going to be really disappointed, but I like it. I, I just can't see the Falcons putting up enough points in this game to to be within a field goal. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have a $10,000 bet this week. It's just too many unknowns. I, I, there's not a single line here where I, I would take one. When I say $10,000 bet, I like to pick one thing. Sure. The more I think about the Ravens-Dolphins, I do really like the Ravens in that game um, to win in cover, but I, there's just not any... You know what the problem is? Like, for example, you love Rams over the Falcons, but they made that spread 10 and a half. You know, that's yeah. a tough spread, man. It is. Um, is there one game that you feel uber confident about that you'd want to drop a lot of coin betting on? Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh is a home underdog. Mike Tomlin is a, a record. Good one. Uh, he is 41, 23, and two as a home underdog. It's a good one. And I, I, you know, I Green Bay is a pretty good one as well. Yeah. Although, like you said, that's such a weird spread over under combination. You've got a team winning by double digit points, but you're yeah. saying they're not going to score right. whatever it was 40 or 42 points. Yikes. Really quickly on the Steeler one, uh, Mike Tomlin last. Uh, 17 games as a home underdog, 12, uh, four, and one. I don't get into those home underdogs. It's not like Mike Tomlin's coaching that way. Yeah, it's well, like, I kind of think he does. Home underdogs. No, no, no. I, but I actually think he does. I think he's really good at the the kind of raw, raw. Hey, they don't. Nobody believes in us this week. Let's go off and pull the upset. That's why they were able to upset Buffalo in Week One last year. They did it to the Bengals this year. Like they have a history of being able to do this under Tomlin. You want to talk about the Brett Favre story? Or do we just leave it alone? I have no idea what you're talking about. Go ahead. Cash. Just would go you rather, to Twitter. Hold on, everybody. hold on. I'll give you an option since we're running out of time. Would you rather talk about the Brett Favre story or would you rather pull a football card? 
I'd rather pull a foot co- right, football card. Everyone just go look it up on Twitter. It's just freaking disgusting. All right. So we are pulling 1991 action pack football rookie set card. If I pull a Brett Favre card, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't. I actually don't know who this guy is. Let you. Okay. Let me look at the picture first. Ooh, is that? I'm not sure who it is off the number. Well, who's who's the player? Pat Harlow. Pat Harlow was a tackle for the Patriots. I think he played at Michigan. Uh, uh, USC. USC. No, he played at USC. Okay. I knew it was one of the big, big schools. Didn't have this amazing long career. He was a decent player for the Patriots, but the Patriots were absolutely awful. 1990, the Patriots went 1-15. 91, they went 6-10 and 10 with this real rah-rah Syracuse coach, and everyone got excited. And then the next year, um, they fell right back down to earth in 92. They were awful in 92. And so in 93, they hire Bill Parcells to uh, coach the team. They had the number one pick in the draft, and they got Drew Bledsoe. But part of the reason they got Drew Bledsoe and they got Bill Parcells is too many of these top picks like Pat Harlow just did not work out for the team at all. All right, you want to draw one more? Because that's not that fun. So my my little background probably wasn't very interesting. Okay. Yeah, Marcus could care. Oh no, way. we can't do that one. <laughs> did you really draw that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Marcus just drew Brett Favre's card. Okay, hold on. We're gonna pick a different one. Ready? This story makes me so. Okay, in- hold on. We got a new mysterious. one. Ooh, is that a? Uh, is that Marion Butts? No, I can't see better, the number. Better, Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy with the Chargers. Yeah, okay, so he must have gotten dealt because he was drafted by the Bengals and played for them in 90. Am I wrong on that? Uh, so it looks like he was a second-round pick by the Chargers, and then he must have got dealt in preseason? To Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay, uh, there we go. And he played for a little bit, obviously, Eric Bien-Ami, uh with the Kansas City Chiefs has earned some notoriety as a coach, but he hung on in the league for a while. The Bengals didn't have much luck either, by the way, with with kind of running back prospects for a while. Kajana Carter, I think, went number one in the draft and got hurt. So in fact, the Bengals are. I, I got some updates on the, the Eric Bieniemy. So he actually spent the first four years of his career with the Chargers. Never started a game. He only had 803 rushing yards in the first four years of his career. Then he went to the Bengals in '95, played for a few years, ended that, his career with Philly. That's right. They picked him up in 95. I think they may have picked him up after Kajana Carter got hurt. Then in 97, the Bing or 96, the Bengals picked up um, Garrison Hurst. I'm pretty sure. And he played one year for him. And then they got Corey Dillon in 97. Corey Dillon was awesome. When you were a little kid, he was one of the best backs in the league back when you thought running backs. Yeah. Mattered. One of the better yeah. Patriots running backs. Yeah. I watched him run for 237 against uh the then oilers uh as a rookie and i think that was a rookie rushing record for a single game i think yeah at the time but there we go i cannot believe you pulled that other card though it's just stupid i'll send it to you in the mail don't worry yeah i i i think i want your 88 top set oh you can have it. it's fine you don't pull any from that you, i can't believe you all those boxes of cards we gotta go okay all right, let, do, 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 let, wait, let's do the uh, parlay again. So we're bringing Green Bay down to three. 
right? Yep. We're bringing Rams the Rams three and a half and the Bengals just to a half a point. So all they have to do is win outright. It's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. Our gambling picks were so, so at best last week, straight up. I was okay. Um, look, it's going to be really hard to, to gamble and, and win in week two. And you really need to be careful about it. Week By the two way, it's tough historically. I had you at nine and seven on the money line and I was eight and eight. I was nine, six, and one. Okay, great. It's all right. Don't be mad that I beat you. It's week one. Mad. Get the music, please. Thank you. Hey, love you, mean it. He's uh, Marcus Mosher. That's at Marcus underscore Mosher to you. That's uh, the host we're talking about of Locked On Cowboys with Landon McCool. Give Landon a follow. Landon never promotes my work. Uh, And then. Covers the Raiders for USA Today. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We thank Courtney and all the folks at Brings. And uh, we will talk to you all another time. See you later.